Injuries in football are as common as a man in a tank top sitting at the bar at O'Charlie's. Here to discuss this week's injuries in football is Pigskin Picnic's own medical expert, Dr. Gronk. <laughs> hey, Dr. Gronk. Bro, so pumped to be here this week. So we've got all of my medical expertise. I took two classes online. I am now on a certified Dr. Gronk medical MD doctor. Well, we appreciate that. Gronk. We've been wondering what you were doing uh, now that you're retired. I'm and not, we... not retired, bro. Just doing different stuff. Okay. Hey, I hear that. All I right. got a CBD company, a DVD company, a BDD company. BBDs. 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 What's that? Big bug dicks. Big bug dick companies. Uh-huh. Well, we make protein powders, protein shakes, protein snortables. Diversify bro, your bonds. All the bugs. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Gronk. But, Dr. Gronk, what we have you here for is we're going to watch a couple of plays that happened this week. Football? Yeah, football play. Yes, <gasps> Dr. Gronk, football plays. Woof. <gasps> we're going to have you watch the clip with us and possibly break down the injury, what you think happened, and also, if you don't mind, what in your medical expertise would be the greatest route for this person's well-being and recovery. Word. Is that cool? Word. Okay. Let's see. What's the first clip we have for him here? Oh, my boy, Trey. Okay, yeah, Trey Lance. Okay, Trey cut. Oh, you know, Trey taught me and my brothers the Dougie. Oh, yeah, oh my right? God. Look at his. Oh, bro. Oh. Yeah, that's rough that stuff. Went, oh. Yeah. Mm. Nope. Nope. So that's your, nope. that's your uh, advice? Nope. He needs some milk. <laughs> he needs some milk. Bro, he needs some milk. So that's it. That's going to cure the calcium for the bones, obviously, and the milk. Okay, you got it. So Trey Lance. You heard it here. Needs some milk. What, Strong bones. What other uh, what, what other clip do we have here? Let's let's run that one. Dak. Dak Prescott. Ooh ooh. Dak's my boy. Ooh. Oh no, that's Pamela Henderson. Oh son, bro. Oh my God. Pretty rough stuff there, Doctor oh, Gronk. That's broke. It's bro. That's, that's what broke. you think. In your medical opinion, that's broke. He needs some soup. Get that boy some soup. Look at that cowboy doctor with the cowboy hat. That's the next goal for Gronk, okay? So, yeah. football player, check. Okay. Medical doctor of medicine, check. BBD. You see the cowboy's doctor? Look at it. Rewind that. You see with his cowboy hat, his little cowboy hat? That is pretty sweet. Okay, so, bro, get this. The cowboy's doctor, and I, turned, I learned this from Jason Witten. The mm -hmm. cowboy's doctor that wears the cowboy hat has to be an actual Walker, Texas Ranger. Word. To be to even qualify for that job. So he's got, not only is he a medical doctor, he is a Walker, Texas Ranger. So that is my next goal. Boy, a regular multi-hyphenate here. Dr. Gronk, everybody. Walker, Texas Ranger coming up. Soon. It's a dumb show about sports. What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another edition of Pigskin Picnic. That's right. We got picked up for a second episode. I don't know how it happened, but we have to assume it's in part to viewers like you. So we really appreciate you joining the show here at parttimefunnyman.com. This is my buddy, Robbie. Say hello, Robbie. Hello. So the first couple segments we like to do what everyone's talking about and then we're going to talk about what no one is talking about. And remember, we are not 
Remember, we're not professional sports opinion havers. We're just a couple of bitches talking shit. So, <laughs> with that said, here's bitches talking shit. Hey, uh, bitch, what shit you want to talk? <laughs> the first thing everybody's talking about this week is, uh, did you see the Cardinals-Raiders game went into overtime? Uh, Kyler Murray made a cri- probably the wildest play I've ever seen in my life on a two-point conversion at the end of the game to send it into overtime. He ran around for literally 22 seconds just running back and forth. Nobody's like that open. Seneca Wallace type I mean, It's like play. video game stuff. Yeah. yeah, he's going back and forth. Nobody's open, nobody's open. And you kind of get that feeling of like, oh, what's he going to do? What's yeah. he going to do? You know, like five, ten seconds in the pocket. And it's like, okay, but then you're like, oh, what's he going to do? He just start. He does the craziest, wildest play I've ever seen in my life. Gets a two point conversion. They go into overtime and win it. After the game, they're celebrating. It's also like the best play of the season already in week two. What, what after that? But what everybody's talking about is what everybody. What happened after that is what everybody's talking about. Okay. Which is as Kyler Murray goes over to celebrate. You know, he's going over to the stands to celebrate with the fans and everything, and he's pumped up about the win in overtime. And a Raiders fan, a Las Vegas Raiders fan, reaches out as Kyler's like, you know, up in the fans like this. And, and the Raiders fan reaches out, and I'm going to say he rubs his nose. He, with his hand, he goes across his face. Can I do so, it? Can I yeah, hit? yeah. He went about like this. Oh, that's okay? it? That's it. I was heard it was a full-blown punch. That's what everybody's talking about, is that there was this full-blown punch. Well, that sounds punch. like it's just no. a bunch of bitches talking shit. It's bitches talking shit. He got rubbed in the nose. And now, again. Still not fan, cool. Not, not cool not at cool all. Not cool at all. And, and the guy, even if you just do that to a pro athlete where you're in a game, if they punch you and knock you dead, you deserve it. You deserve you it. Did, that's wrong. Honestly, they should send you to the gulag or put you in the stocks in the middle of town. You're an asshole. You're a piece of shit. Pretty raven for a Raiders fan. Very raven for a Raiders yeah. fan. Right? And it was in Vegas. Too. Yeah, so right. They feel like they're, they're a little bit more enabled to do things that they wanted when they're all there together. And they Somebody, somebody had made a bet. It was a prop bet to see if Kyler Murray was going to get swatted on the nose. And that guy. <laughs> well, how does this? I, I, I understand how the players, like they grew up playing the game a certain way. Like it's hard for them to get used to. You can't hit the quarterback, but yeah, of course. Fan, yeah, you can't hit the quarterback. No, even if it's just this. But is the, this the guy... Kyler's reaction? Did you see the reaction? No. Okay, so the dude comes out and and sma- does this. Well, Kyler barely feels it, so he backs up and he's going to walk away. And then he kind of, you can tell he's processing. That guy just hit me. me he, so Kyler goes back and like goes out of it. And everybody breaks it up. Yeah. And it was almost like it didn't hurt. But yeah. the fact that a man, like, you know, nudged that, in the it's face. It's almost worse. But all the headlines, like, literally, all day Sunday, all day Monday, the headlines are, Kyler Murray was struck, he was punched by a fan, <laughs> he was attacked by a fan. And it's like, well, yeah, but he was hit, like, every play during the game, way harder It seems that. to me as if he was borderline Gucci gooed by a fan. <laughs> if it had been here? In the goozle. Yeah, so if they Gucci, had done Gucci, it right Gucci. here, he would have gone, <laughs> Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. Right here? But yeah, no, all the headlines were certainly that a Raiders fan punched Kyler Murray. And like, I needed no more information. Well, I was like, yeah, to, that the, the Raiders fans out. are always doing stuff like this, right? Every Raider, every three Raiders games, there's a fan in the uh, parking lot that gets knocked out and taken to the hospital. But what do you think should happen to the fan? Like, obviously, you'd think that he's going to get suspended from. I, I think it's a lifetime ban. Well, I'm pretty sure the NFL. So he had to leave the game. Obviously, yeah, well, like, yeah. Well, it. it was over. It wasn't was over. Like they yeah. took him out. It was like the game's yeah, over. Right. They still okay. Him out. But also, uh, the NFL comped his room in Vegas for the night. (laughs) Speaking of fights, did you see the number two hot thing everybody's talking about this week? Let me try to guess. It's happened. uh, Let me let me give you this, and I'll let you uh, a good college try. I guess it's happened a couple times before with the exact same dudes. Now I'm gonna have to admit to pigskin picnic 
nation that I didn't watch a lot of football this weekend, but you have a podcast about it. I know. You were doing your more important podcast. I was doing, doing my other podcast, and I was like, I was in my brain. I was like, I'll watch all the re- I'll watch all the replays. Well, you're just the Gronk, and I'm the Brady. I'm the Gronk. That's it. It's exactly. I'm the Gronk. You just tell me what to do. Look, I'll watch the so, film. I'll tell you the play. So this has happened to other people. So people that have fought a lot before. Oh, oh, Mike Evans got in a fight. Big one. Mike Evans got in a fight, and here's the reason I know that. He's on my fantasy team, and I saw that he was suspended, he and I was like, out. son of a bitch. But it yeah. was worth it, dude. Yeah. Oh, not in fantasy purposes. Yeah, yeah, in right. In real life purposes. So this is the third time that Mike Evans, receiver for the Bucks, who, by the way, 6'5", 230. Beast. Monster. Yeah, absolute monster. Uh, and Marshawn Lattimore, who's the cornerback for the Saints, six foot one ninety. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a little bit of a... Both a length advantage, a high, a weight advantage. I mean, Mike Evans. Lattimore seems like a bitch talking shit. He's a tough dude, though. That, well, that's yeah, what right. happened. He was yeah, talking right. shit to Brady. and that, So after the play, Brady's walking back. Brady's frustrated. He's yelling. He's mad at the offense, as he always is. Well, as he's yelling, Marshawn Lattimore just walks right in front of him. And I assume there's <laughs> something about this is why Giselle left Your you. wife sucks. Yeah, your wife hates you, and this is why. You Victoria get ain't got a secret no more, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he does. he doesn't touch Brady. He just says something to Brady. But Leonard Fournette, playoff Lenny, yeah. uh, <laughs> who weighed in at, at camp this back, running back who weighed in at 260 this year, yes. monster of a man, yeah. comes up out of nowhere and just smacks him on the head. Nice. Then uh, Lattimore, not one to back down, kind of throws that, you know, the football punch. Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. It's like, I, I can't, I don't want to break my fingers, yeah, I but I can. So he, he hits yeah. uh, Leonard Fournette with that, knocks his helmet sideways. Well, as he's kind of gloating from knocking his helmet sideways, Mike Evans is on the sidelines. He sees all this happen. He comes with a full head of steam. <laughs> he, For no oh, reason. Boom, boom, boom. They, well, they talked to Brady. Yeah, I know you can't. No, you can't. He said, That's you can't. my quarterback. Okay, I already said you can't hit quarterbacks. You can't even talk to Brady. No, you, you can't. You can't look at him funny. You uh-uh. can't blow snot rockets at him. Um, Why's your jaw sharp? <laughs> Shut up! It was all for Brady. They were protecting Brady, but Evans pretty much saw this is Lattimore in here. I've already thrown. So what? What's happened each time, as you can predict by their size advantage, uh, Evans has. I don't know how to explain it other than bitch slammed <laughs> Lattimore every time, but it's always he's running like with a head of steam and just gets there and like boom and like throws it. But of course he does. So I think they need to, and a lot of people are talking about they need to have an MMA fight and a uh, a boxing match. But like I don't know, maybe just a regular fight. Well, I'll tell you what they need to do is uh, just call it boys being boys and let him be back on my fantasy he's team back this next week. week, right? No, he's out for this week. You get. Two weeks for fighting? I think he got two weeks. Hey, look at this special guest here on the podcast. Oh, my God. Gordon Lee High School legend quarterback Seth Cardwell. Hot take Cardwell, as we call him. Hot take Cardwell hopping in. Did you see the fight this week with uh, Brady and uh, Evans and Lattimore fighting over Brady? Yeah, Brady's going through divorce, right? I know. Giselle's (laughs) leaving him because of that. She don't get you, man. Yeah, so they're they're talking about staging a fight, but I I want them to, I, and I don't know if you can do this, like if the states will sanction it, you know, because they have a hard time sanctioning some of these fights to legally put on like yeah, a course. boxer between a football player. Oh no, like, it's like the the athletic commission is one of the craziest commissions that there is. Like being a wrestling fan, like you know that's why that's the reason that Vince McMahon finally broke kayfabe to the world and said hey guys we're faking it because the athletic commission was on their ass and like they like yokozuna couldn't wrestle because he weighed too much and they were worried about his heart but if he was just an actor they couldn't say anything so that's why vince mcmahon was like oh we're not real wait i didn't know but when did this happen like 
to okay so the wrestlers kind of broke kayfabe in the 90s with what is called the curtain call in madison square garden where scott hall and kevin nash were leaving to go to wcw they have a wrestling match with Shawn michaels and then after the match they all got in the ring together and hugged and the crowd was like no no no, they hate each other so what they were doing was being like they're leaving the company and these are brothers and so everyone that was they were they were like we look we know but you're not supposed to do it yeah. but in the like 80s Vince McMahon, like, on paper, officially declared kayfabe because he didn't want to have to pay uh, 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 athletic commission taxes. He didn't want them to be able to tell him he couldn't do certain things. He didn't want his wrestlers to have to get as extreme physicals and all this stuff. So, yeah, I, I know all about this. Uh, this. Okay, so you might have just helped me with a loophole here because okay. I was going to say fight to the death, but I was, yeah. I was worried no state will sanction that. If they're both actors. Yeah, just tell them it's fake, but then actually beat the shit out of each other. Till they, uh, Til they die. One's dead. Till one's dead, yeah. They'll probably both die. All right. You ready sorry. for yeah. what nobody's talking about? What nobody is talking about, but they should be. Oh, you? I didn't know. that. Is that the intro? It can be. Oh, yeah. Well, I think now it's time to talk about what nobody's talking about, but should be talking about. And what is that, Robbie? I think the most obvious place to start is close to your heart. Mm -hmm. um, Derek Henry. Oh, God. King Henry. My favorite, probably my favorite NFL running back of all time. Probably the greatest player the Titans have ever had. I mean, probably the most, like, he's like the LeBron James of football in that whatever you think about him, you can't deny that as a genetic specimen. He looks like a statue. Yeah, it's right. Like, he's unbelievable. He does, but, but, man, he ran out of gas. Well, he. what happened, and this is what nobody's talking about that I would like to mention, is that Derrick Henry lost his ghost. And by lost his like ghost, his soul, his no his ghost. Oh, so his the, ghost. Uh, elite players like uh, Adrian Peterson when he was a running back, right? Nolan Ryan when he was pitching like these, they're not normal human. They're outlier humans. So um, the idea is they have some type of power ghost in them, um, and it helps them do the things they do. Like you don't see people like Derrick Henry's so tall. Nobody in the history of football has ever been that tall and just been able to run through people like Upright. that. Usually, he runs straight up like this. Everybody else in history, they get their legs taken up from under them. They get, you know, gang tackled. He's the first, He just bounces straight off. And how? there's no physical, there's no way physics can describe it. But he's got a ghost in him. Well, he had a ghost in him. But what you, happened to his ghost? You saw the play last week against the Giants. So week one, Titans are playing the Giants. They lost, by the way, in heartbreaking yeah, fashion. No kidding. You know the play I'm talking about. So Derrick Henry, king of the world. He's running with a full head of steam oh, up the middle. Oh, Tay Crowder. Tay Crowder, not yeah. to be confused with Trey Crowder. Or Jay Crowder. Or Jay Crowder. Both Jay. of whom are Trey's cousins. Tay Crowder, UGA grad. Mm -hmm. Trey Crowder, not a UGA grad. Not even a little bit of a UGA but grad. Tay Crowder comes down the line and absolutely decletes Derek Henry, just knocks the absolute ghost out of him. And after that play, we have not seen the same Derek Henry. There's been two and a half games he's got... He's averaging less than two yards a carry since his ghost got knocked out. So, a lot of people would probably say, well, this is because, you know, it's early in the season. Derrick Henry has usually been more of like a diesel truck who needs this. to get warmed up. He does this. A lot of people could say, well, he's not really getting helped out in any of the other skills position, and they're having to give him more of a workload. Uh, a lot of people are also saying there's some off-the-field things going on in Nashville that may be affecting this, but what you're suggesting is it is lack of ghost. Knocked out. Ghost, ghost knocked, knocked out. out. Is this similar to... In Space Jam, when the aliens made Charles Barkley touch that ball, was that his ghost? That's not. It's not the same thing. I think this is more comparable to uh, 
you like you saw Moon Knight, correct? <laughs> you love Moon Knight. I love okay, it, yeah. you know when uh, the main dude loses the bird ghost? Oh yeah. What can he do without the bird ghost? Okay, so this is like uh uh, Kulu. No, what? Chulu, Kulu. It wasn't Chulu or Kulu. What was that guy's name? Tulu. I'll put it in post. Conchu. Conchu is what we were looking for, ladies and gentlemen. Voiced by F. Murray Abraham Conchu. He lost his bird and bone ghost, guys. Huh, I never thought about it like that. But I I get what you're saying. Every year, and Derek Henry has done this, where he starts out a little bit slower, and then as the season progresses, he gets stronger while everybody else gets weaker. But he's never been hit like that. I've never seen, in college, when he was at Alabama, and in his whole pro career, he has never... Right, because it's not like Derek Henry was, like, slipping. No, he was running straight ahead, and he's never been knocked out like that. And it changed him. I mean, it happened to Conor McGregor too. Well, no, he's ghostless. So uh, the exa- that's who I was gonna, the, the example I was going to use was Conor McGregor. Right. Conor once you lose that initial world, swag, once you get knocked totally out, and you're on top of the world, and somebody hits you in a way you've never been hit before, if you're a, Conor McGregor had a ghost for sure. Right. 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 Ghosts out. You're not the same. It's cami over under you, stupid bitch. Was a push. Hey, we're back. It's cami over under time. If you don't remember from last week, this is where Robbie gives me an NFL player, often of which, or football personality, I guess. Football personality, player, referee. Often of which I've never heard of, and I have to guess if their cameo price is over or under the very reasonable, very fair $69 that the Buttercream Dream charges at cameo.com slash Corey Ryan Forster. This is not a plug. So, Robbie, take it away. We're back. Cameo over under everybody's favorite game from last week. Unfortunately, on the first episode, our champ here, Buttercream Dream, went uh, 0 for 6 on Cameo over under. We're going to try to do baby steps this week. I'm going to change my game plan because last week I had the formula, but no, you knew the formula that I was using. So you would think this week I would do the opposite, but I know that you knew that I would do the opposite, so I'm going to do the same. Reverse psychiatry. Reverse psychiatry. All right, first up on the Kimmy Over Under, football personality, the voice of the NFL Red Zone Network on Sundays. Seven hours of commercial free football. Mr. Scott Hansen, over or under? You know, that's pretty much all Scott Hansen's known for, right? Red Zone. I think that, he played football in college so, or something. But. So basically, if people are going to get a cameo from them, it's because they're like, we want the voice of the Red Zone. I would have to imagine in that case, he doesn't really care much about his appearance. It's all about his voice. So he can probably charge a little less and get more requests. Because Scott Hansen is not a uh, household name, I'm going to go with under. The reverse psychiatry was wrong. Damn it! Scott Hansen is over two hundred really twenty two dollars for Damn. cameo. Scott, I Hansen. mean the red zone's really really popular. I guess he's a good looking guy. He okay? I didn't know that. Where'd y'all? Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, he's the one that I see. Yeah, he's the okay. Guy you see. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I know who he is. Handsome I thought, Christian. Fella. I thought you literally just meant he's like he does the voiceovers and stuff. He is the yeah. Voice. He's the guy. Okay, he, I see him. I know too. that he does guy. It all. Okay, well that checks out. Yeah, never peace. He's never yeah, peace. That checks out. All right. 0 for 1, number 2. I think you might get this one. All right, number 2, legendary NFL former wide receiver, played for the Packers, Antonio Freeman. Now, he's most known, if you remember, uh, the play where Brett Favre throws the ball up, Antonio Freeman falls down. Yeah. The ball bounces off. Playing the Vikings on Monday Night Football. Yeah, the ball bounces off the dude's butt. Yep. Antonio Brown's on the ground. It bounces to him. Gets up and runs it. He catches it. The defender thinks plays over. He catches it, runs it in. Antonio Freeman. If I'm not mistaken, too, that was like – 
the the whole rule of you have to be touched to be down was fairly new in the NFL at that time, right? He they thought he was cheating. Pretty much, he it seemed like he was cheating I, at the wh- time. Wh- what I'm saying is like nowadays. In, in NFL football, if you fall down, someone has to touch you before you're down. But that wasn't always the case. Right. That's what I'm saying is it yeah. seemed to the yeah. – because that, that rule our, was Our brains were so like – like, you can't do you that. Can't you can't do, do that because nobody Because if I remember, Antonio Freeman also looked around like, wait, I think I can get up and run. Can I do this? I can do this, and he did that. Well, and you see a lot of times the players, after the whistle, they just run it in just to get the little video clip and then right. run it in. But like, right. he was like, might as well. Might as well. Uh, All right, over under, Antonio Freeman. So – much like Odell Beckham Jr., this man's entire career is completely uh, his legacy is cemented by a catch, one play, right? Which one play can send you into the stratosphere. Because of that, I have to assume he knows everybody in Packer Nation would want to get a cameo from him. I'm sure the ball from that play is As, in like the Packers. For sure, Hall of Fame. For he's sure. in the Packers Hall of Fame. Right? He's, not he's in a the ho- Hall dude. Fame. He's a Packers Hall of Famer. You know that ball is somewhere it's, in Canton. It's over, bro. Over? It's over. He's actually $50. Under Antonio Freeman. Get it now. 50 bucks. Cheaper than this guy. If I could get you or, or Antonio, Antonio Freeman. Freeman. Antonio you ever Freeman. A ball off a dude's butt? No, I have okay. not. Uh, number three. You'll be familiar with this fella. The uh, the talented Mr. Roto. Matthew Barry. Oh, fantasy yeah. Football Matthew Barry. This the guy, man. The, he basically was the first televised fantasy football expert. Yeah. You know, when it... When fantasy football first became a thing, more than you know, creeps played in their you know their grandma's basement. Like when it was Yahoo and all that came about, and fantasy football, he was the first guy who was a TV personality. He didn't play football. He didn't look like a football guy. He was a fantasy football dude. Now he's a media dude. You know, he's like trying to be the Howard Stern of fantasy football. Right. Do you know also a fun fact about Matthew Barry? He wrote one of the Crocodile Dundee movies. Which one? Uh, two, I think. Ooh. I think. <laughs> Ooh, sorry. Uh, but did you know that? I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, no, he did. He he wrote he wrote a Dundee. He wrote, He's a Dundee author. He's a Dundee author, yeah. Nothing to do with the first one. I don't think so, because I'm pretty sure I heard he wrote one of them, and I think people would have said he wrote Crocodile Dundee if it was the first, you know what I mean? He, Imagine the conversation with your agent. Your movie is so bad, they're like, look, uh, <laughs> reviews are in. A lot of people are, are not too happy with Dundee 2. Yeah. It, did, it didn't go the direction a lot of people thought it was going to go into. They're expecting like a two Dundee, two Furious type situation. <laughs> two Dundee, two uh, Furious. But look, we. I think maybe writing, screenwriting is not your thing. That's fine. You, you gave it your shot. Have you thought you about fantasy there. football? What about fantasy football? <laughs> and that's what he does. Now, he's worth... Millions of dollars okay. from talking about fantasy football. For the love of God, I'm going against my my philosophy here, but for the love of God, there is no way if I'm Matthew Barry that I'm doing a cameo for less than probably three hundred dollars. So it's over. You got it almost on the nose, man. Two ninety nine. Boom. Two ninety nine. One for three. First victory. All right. One for three this week. I have one for nine overall. I Number guess. Number four. Throwing your curveball here. Okay. Everybody's favorite former referee, Dean Blandino. He's now in. Uh, <laughs> he's involved with some of these gambling companies, and he's like yeah, a former referee. So he's on TV talking about the the rules. Right. And he's also working for the gambling companies, which is in no way corrupt. At yeah. All. Right. And the league's partnership with the gambling, even though the players are not allowed to gamble. This dude's like the he's like pulling a inside Tim Donaghy. Yeah, he's Jimmy the Geek. Jimmy basically. the Geek. Yeah. Right. Over under Dean Blandino. Well, I got to figure a guy like that 
clearly a snake for money, so you would think that it'd be a lot. However, oftentimes snakes for money are into quantity and not quality, so I could see this guy being like, eh, I'll set my price cheap, and then I'll just do a really terrible cameo for him, and it'll take me two seconds, and then I'll just rake in all the money, and then I put that on the Colts game, I'm going under. Mailing it in. Dean Blandino, under. Boom! Two in a row. Two in a row, baby. 40 bucks for that sleazy piece of shit, Dean Blandino. Dean Blandino actually gave me the information to make these bets today. <laughs> Thank you, Blandy. We got a Donaghy situation here. Blandy, number five. You're going to love this one as well. One of our favorite college football coaches and a renowned ostrich pilot. Larry Coker? No, you wish, Larry Yeah, Coker. I did. He's working at the gas station down That's in Chicago now. Uh, no, Mike Leach. Oh, Legend. Leacher. Leecher, the, the roided out Vince Gill. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, Mike Leach has had, uh, he's had some tough looks. I think he would take that as a compliment, roided out. He, like, w- he would. He, yeah, right. He's really just sandwiched out Vince Gill. Mike Leach, I've always had a. He's open face Vince Gill. He's a complicated man because I love his style. I loved when he was at Texas Tech, man. You knew good and well they were always going to have a quarterback that shouldn't actually win the Heisman, but he's going to be in the hunt because he throws 500 times a game. It's interesting football. He says he's he's like all the good things about Trump. You know what I mean? But like all the fun stuff. All the fun stuff. Content is because like because like when you're the football coach, I do want you to say whatever's on your mind and tell it like it is. It's content, content, content. Dude, he he's He's awesome. awesome. He talks about eating candy bars. Like he's hilarious. But he also, you know, locked kids in lockers. I'm pretty sure had it coming. Had it. Okay, fair, fair. You know what? If you can't get with the leech program, you need a couple nights in the hole. That's how we feel here at Pigskin Picnic. But leech. Because he's such a brash tell it like it is, dude, I have to understand that he's in high demand and he can't keep up with all of them, so I'm going to go with Mike Leach. Over. That's three, buddy. Word? Yeah! Boom! Mike Leach, 150. Yeah, of course it is. That's right. low for Mike Leach. Dude, so you've won three, mm-hmm. down two. So with this final one here, you could either tie it back up, three and three, or you could have a four and two week. Okay. First ever win at Cammy Over Under. That's true. All right, last one. I'm not throwing you for a loop here. It's number six on our list, but number four in your heart. Brett Favre, <laughs> former quarterback who is very well known for his carefree attitude towards poor people. Brett Favre, over or under? Well, the real thing that Brett Favre would do for it to be truly Brett Favre is to get paid for the cameos but not actually do them. That would be very Brett Favre. You'll uh, get it. You'll get it. But this is actually a little cheating because I – I have been with someone when they purchased a Brett Favre cameo. Was it my dad? It was for your dad. So I know. It's gone up since then. Well, then it's definitely over. Because I think at that time it was like $400. I blew I gave it away. It's now $5 million. (laughs) (laughs) But you have to pay for it in EBT cards. From the state of Mississippi. Applebee's gift cards. Applebee's gift cards or EBT cards from the state of Mississippi. Did something just fall on my house? Well, there you go. Uh, Eating good in the neighborhood. Four, four out of two. Four for four, six. Four for four, four, yeah, four, four, four for six. Four for six. That means lifetime. I am four for ten. Did we do four last time? We did six last week. Six. So you're four for twelve. I'm four for twelve. You know what, man? All I gotta do. This, that cameo over under is like it's not like college football season. It's like the NFL. Early losses don't mean Doesn't as matter. much. You Doesn't matter. It's all I can get hot. Right exactly. So thank y'all. This is cameo over under. 
Of course, you can buy your loved one a cameo at cameo.com slash Corey Ryan Forster, even though this is not at all a plug. It's cameo over under, you stupid bitch. Thanks, guys. Donovan McMitchell here with the man, the myth, the legend, the chicken that could take a finger licking and keep on ticking. None other than Favhorn Leghorn himself here to help us break down several juicy quarterback matchups headed into the NFL Week 3. I see, I see, I see, I see. How you doing there, Donovan? I'm doing great, Mr. Favhorn. How are you, sir? Oh, happy to be here. Happy to be... Glad to have you. Happy to be free. (laughs) We're super glad to have you here on the show. Two weeks in a row, kind of. I know you're excited for our first juicy quarterback matchup here. A guy you played against and then a guy you played with. Uh, We've got Aaron Rodgers and the Packers going into Tampa Bay to take on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Well, I say, I say, I say both of these gentlemen has probably had more trouble off the field this year than they have had on the field. They've both had tumultuous relationships. They have both been left by their woman. And I think this game is really going to come down to which one of them gives less of a shit about their wife. And my money is on Tom Brady. Man, don't give a damn. Not near a damn. Moving on to two lesser established quarterbacks, are both up and young or up and coming young superstars in their own right. We've got Baker Mayfield leading the Carolina Panthers against Jameis Winston and the New Orleans Saints. Well, unfortunately for Mr. Jameis Winston, this ain't a crab stealing contest. This football. <laughs> uh, and of course, Baker's done got his heart broke there in Cleveland and had to tuck tail and run off to a team that's known for two things having a racist owner, and Ray Carruth. The Favre man is going to have to go with his gut, and by gut, I mean the spread. And I'm going to say Jameis Winston's going to pull it off. I like the way that boy throws an interception. Almost never been anyone throw an interception quite as good as Jameis Winston. And the last juicy quarterback matchup of the week, we've got MVP favorite Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills taking on Tua Tagovailoa and the Miami Dolphins. Well, I'll tell you what, this is a hard matchup there, Donovan, because, uh, you know, Josh Allen's got a big old dick for an arm, and Tua, well, he's got a big old arm for a dick. You understand? <laughs> As a proud supporter of the Tua non and someone who believes that every now and then a mobile quarterback can get it done, I'm going to have to go with Tua Tapioca down there in old Miami. Dolphins. Tua Tapioca. Thanks, guys. Back to you. It's a dumb show about sports. 